What's up, everybody? It's the ID84 show live here in Revere, Massachusetts. <laughs> Again, we have, of course, Adam the Mallet quite comfortably on yes, the couch here. This is amazing. With, uh, you see Noler in the shot on his lap, and then little Tommy sitting there trying to get the microphone. Yes. Um, this is uh, episode 60. Did you hear a dong? I did. The hell was and that? it wasn't mine. Oh. Was that uh, Alexa? Maybe. Oh, yeah, she's lit up right now. Is she? Yeah. Are we getting a message? What? What? She, she <laughs> what the hell what is the hell going was on with that? Alexa? Literally, I don't know if you guys probably didn't pick it up because the microphone's on over there. All of a sudden, Alexa made this weird, like, boop, and then she goes, I'm coming up with some soccer jokes. She shoots, she scores. Well, the World Cup is going on, but that's weird. Nothing yeah, but why is she that. talking without us asking her? Yeah, that happens occasionally. That's the FBI. Alexa, do you work for the FBI? No, I work for Amazon. See, she always says no. She works for Amazon. Hmm, lies. Telling you, man. So uh, this is the new setup in the studio. Hope you guys like it here. We got the, uh, we got what, what was going to be my chair, but uh, you know what? I think I actually prefer this chair really? better, because um, it's uh, a little bit nicer over here, um, and you can get comfortable. You, oh, are you very comfortable? I am extremely comfortable. I'm thinking maybe being Stephen Hawking wouldn't be that wouldn't have been that bad if I had a really comfy chair. Stuck in a comfy chair. He wasn't stuck in a comfy chair though. I bet he, but but he did like getting like the uh, he like did like oral treats, Mister uh, Hopkins, even though he couldn't feel him. Hawking. That's gonna be a that's gonna be terrible, right? I'm like, yeah, I mean your muscles are gonna build like atrophy and like, yeah. get all weird and stuff. Do you think he has like had wet dreams and stuff like that? Perhaps. <laughs> no, I mean, no way. I don't know how that functions. I think him and he was married. He was married, but then he was like having an affair. He was. How does a cripple guy have an affair? Like, I like that guy. Don't right. you need someone to whirl him out? <laughs> are you doing your? Are you doing an impression of, of Stephen Hawking? Right uh, no, that guy who has that podcast who just sits on a. Oh, that asshole! That fat fuck. <laughs> what the hell was the name of that podcast? Anyways, it was like the the the, the Dink and Jung show. I don't know. You let up on him though, and then uh. Yeah, and then he said he liked that show, and then then you hated him again. I, don't I remember hated why. him. I hated him for being nice. I don't like when people are being nice. Um, it's been a crazy week, if you will. Um. Well, we can go. Let's let's start. We, well, we were so we did. We, uh, well, it's been two weeks since the show. That's right. I was in Florida with Sue. You were last uh, weekend, and uh, we were uh, shopping around for a prospective uh, getaway, and an indefinite uh, sense of uh, of the of the phrase, if you will. Mm. We originally went on this trip because we were planning on uh, buying a restaurant down there, and we booked this flight uh, like a month ago. Must be nice to have that kind of money. Oh, we're gonna put a business loan together. You know, oh. we're gonna we're gonna buy a business and then be small business owners. That was the goal, but apparently the one we were looking at got sold, and then we ended up turning this into a recon trip for our future. So we'll see what happens. There you go. But um, and then we got our couch that you could see. Well, you can see the chair. The couch looks very much like it. It's the left. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's very comfortable. I fell asleep in it multiple times already. We just had it for a week. Yeah, and then um, and then we went out on Saturday. It was a good time. Yeah, there actually was. There was no incidents. No incidents. Everyone had a great time. We're laughing and joking. It was uh, the Mallet and I and Sue and uh, yeah. our friend Matt from across the street and his girlfriend, and we went to go see uh, Eric the Powers, and we all had a good time. We had a few drinks. The only time we got a little sketchy, a little fe- a little weird, was uh, when we were at the last club 
and we we realized how young we aren't anymore. Oh, it was horrible. It was first of all, it was like a sauna. Yes. Well, we only went to one club. One, uh, how, question: you, I wouldn't even call that a club. It wasn't I mean, even a club. It was a bow for dance floor. I guess how you could did say. we exactly get in there? Because we skipped the line. We did not skip the line. We tried to skip the line because uh, Matt's girlfriend thought it was the uh, entrance upstairs that the, no one was using. Nobody paid anything. We, we, yeah, Sue paid for everyone. Oh, that explains it then. Because I was like, I didn't, I did not know that. Uh, yeah, we we had to go back to the back of the line, but it was moving pretty fast, so it really didn't matter. And I swear to God, that place was over occupancy, anyways. If there was ever a fire, there was no way out. Yeah. There's no way you can get out of that place. You have to smash a window and jump out. I think I made a joke like just fall in the hottest grove you find because that's if you're gonna die. Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs> last last moment of breath is commit a. Uh, a, a uh, forced act on a uh, female? Is that what you're going to do? It smelled like a pool. Like, it was disgusting. It was nasty, man. It was horrible. It, was, it smelled like a sweaty locker room. Uh, it was a thousand people in there. You, could, you couldn't even move. It just smelled. It was hot. Um, the floors, you know, I was, uh, being an yeah, engineer, I did look up there, and they were structurally <laughs> stable. They, uh, back in the day, they built those buildings like brick shit houses. It was uh, four by 12s. Standard these days is a two by eight or a two by ten. So this was almost double the strength, and it was like twelve inches on center instead of sixteen. So I mean, these floors were held to hold safes and pianos and large like books yeah. and like stuff like that. So I didn't worry about it falling and collapsing in. No, I did worry about the fire factor though because there was only one way out, one way in. Yeah, he screwed. And then he couldn't move, he couldn't dance, and there was that no. like Brazilian couple having uh, relations on the dance floor. Oh, I didn't see them. And they were like dancing aggressively and making out, but they were like, you know, pitching, get out of here. They were leaving their bubble and going into mine, and that's what I'm very offended by. Yeah. You know, they were moving their bodies around all flamboyantly and stuff like this. And, you know, yeah. um, you know, so uh, who, who got injured? You got injured, right? Well, I would say injured, but like my knee. The yeah. next day I woke up and my knee was just not feeling good. It was just, it was like, I, had to put, I put ice on it. My, my <laughs> back was, my back was killing me. It was and uh, Sue decided at some point through the night that she was going to do a cartwheel. Uh, I do remember that it was less. We were leaving Eric's place, and in Christopher Columbus Park, uh, I think I better. I, she said, "Oh, I, I, oh that ain't Roger. We're doing cartwheels." I go, "I bet you can't do a cartwheel." And she's like, "Yes, I can." I go, "There's no way in hell you can do a cartwheel." And it was <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the biggest half-ass cartwheel I've ever seen in my life. I, I, I thought she was. I actually, while she was about to do it, I. Had a moment of fear that I was going to be marrying a quadriplegic because I didn't think she was actually going to make it up and over and she was going to land on her neck. I got very nervous for a second there. No one should be doing cartwheels. We haven't done cartwheels in 15 years. I'm going to put it that way right there. Oh, we also remember the longest Uber drive around a block. Remember before he kicked us out? Oh, yes. Remember? Yes, yes. So we go. So after we leave, uh, the tr- uh, I keep calling it the Trinity because that's what it was called back in the day when we were 21. It's now called the Wild Rover. After we left that, uh, we were all pretty drunk. I wasn't. I wasn't hammered. I, I had wasn't a, either. I had a steady buzz going on. Me too. I felt and really good. Maybe that's why I felt like shit the next day because I was just drinking beer and keeping that buzz. Yeah. If I just hard it with some vodka and some Red Bull, I would have been hammered. But the next morning, I would have bumped right up because I never really have a hangover of vodka. It's always beer I have a hangover with. Mm. Beer and wine, worst hangovers ever. Yeah. Vodka never a hangover. I don't know why. Interesting. Less sugar, maybe. I don't. Know. Maybe. But uh, and maybe it's the volume because if I, I obviously drink more beer than I would. A vodka drink, so I think maybe perhaps the volume of the the beverage mm. is uh, maybe causing uh, you know uh, me to feel like shit the next morning. You know, yeah. I mean, well, one time me and her went out. I was throwing up after outside the Uber, but uh, so back in the Uber, so there's uh, so there's there was five of us, 
And we're taking an Uber back here to the Package Studios in Revan, Massachusetts, where we're currently at right now. And it's, uh, you know, it's only about nine miles away from downtown. Yeah, nine? that's not far at Not all. even. Nine, nine? Nine miles. And, uh, this last month, I don't know. And, uh, but... Uh, whoever got the Uber didn't push five because it's a special upgrade when you get because you can fit you can fit three, maybe four in Uber, but five it's difficult because yeah. most cars only hold five people and plus the driver it's, it's one too many. So you need like a minivan or an SUV or something like that. So the, <coughs> so the asshole did see us. I mean, he did watch us pile in like a bunch of like clowns in a small car. Yeah, and. uh so one of the girls was sitting on her uh, Matt's uh, lap, yeah. his girlfriend, and um, you know we didn't think much of it. And then uh, we we literally left. If you know anything about Boston, we it's all one way streets everywhere you go when you get downtown for the most part. So we got picked up near the custom house, which is that big giant clock you see in Faneuil Hall, and we went through the entire financial <laughs> district. Now you got to envision this: that Boston's kind of shaped like an arc, like mm. an arch. So picture the two 90-degree angles of an arch and then figure the curve on the other end. So we went down 190, took a left onto another 90, and then started riding the arch, and we ended up back to the point that we were at. And it takes a little bit of time because you have traffic lights and traffic and everything like that. So it probably took about five to ten minutes. Yeah. And then he realized right before he got onto the expressway, which would have been no turning back. Once he was on the highway, it yeah. was like, you can't, what are you going to do, pull over on the side of the highway and kick us out? Yeah, and the, the really the, you could you could pull off at an exit, I guess, but still at that point, I don't, I don't think you're allowed to do that. I don't know. He, he would have dropped us off in the middle of downtown Chelsea if that was the when case. When did it click with him? Was it was Rudolph's girl like bouncing, she was dancing. dancing in the back, right? Yeah, she was dancing yeah. to some island music of some sort and getting very excited. And the guy's like, "Oh, there's five of us," and I go, "Yeah." He's like, oh, "I'm pulling over right now. I cannot take the risk." <laughs> I go, take the risk. I go, what the hell does that mean? I paused and looked at him like, what? Because yeah. I was in the front seat. I was like, what, what? And he's like, you have to like, get out. Yeah, so then we eventually got Thanks another ride around the block. I tried to steal a cone, but uh, Susie wouldn't let me. Yeah. I don't know. what I, I would have been sitting in the living room right now. Probably. I, I steal things when I'm like, when I get drunk. I just find stuff. Like, there was like these big metal rods that they had outside for like the plows so they know where the sidewalk was. Yeah. I stole one. And where is it now? In the closet. And it's never going to be... When, I, when, when we move eventually, there'll be a lot of shit that we accumulates from that I steal when I'm drunk. Yeah. You know. Have an auction. I once stole... Remember those orange barrels that they have for construction? Yeah. I once stole one of those. Oh, wow. I had my... We, we, I don't know how we got into my buddy's SUV. We must have been driving with the freaking hatch open. I just We pulled over to the side of the road. I threw one in the back. Shit. Sue's uh, ES, ETSU sign when we were down in Johnson City. She wanted it, so I pulled over and I stole it. I stole a stop sign in broad daylight. That's against the law. See, it is. You, you shouldn't see now. That's an extreme thing. Right <laughs> I, I, I steal construction uh, safety uh, apparatuses, which are plenty of. You stole a stop, stop sign, which could kill someone. Yeah, I eliminated it right away. Mm. And I was a stupid teenager, and I was on my bicycle. It wasn't really a busy street, and I, uh, I, I it was broad daylight, and I didn't realize the the weight of the situation. And I yeah. just leaned my bike up against the post. I got up with a wrench because uh, I thought it looked cool in my room. They do look cool. It did look cool. It did look cool. And then I took it. No, it was broad daylight. Nobody yeah. saw me. And then my brother saw. He's like, "Where'd you get that?" And I was like, "Oh, I just I took like nonchalantly, like I didn't think it was a big deal." I took it from the end of the street. Yeah, I took it from the uh, the street over there yeah. where, where it merges. And he's like, "You you just eliminated it right away. You know that, right?" I'm like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> right? Look, I'm being all technical. You know, <laughs> no one can hear you, Sue. I know I'm not on the air, but I'm cooking dinner. I know. Yeah, but but no, you, your voice doesn't get picked up. So we just. We, What's your cooking, Sue? 
Oh, taco. Cooking tacos. Taco. Um, always love tacos are awesome. It's a great choice. Stop you, 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 brother. You, you eliminated it right away. <laughs> What's that? His brother now plays for the uh, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, the Buffalo, the, the Baltimore Ravens quarterback. Oh, he's still with Baltimore. I'm surprised. I think he's. Still, I think so. As far as I know, I think he's still the backup up there. Backup or like third string now. Something like that. Yeah. I um. There's an enter and reverse sign. You know those Massachusetts giant entering the city signs. Yes. They're white ones with the symbol of Massachusetts on. They're like huge. They're like three yeah, foot yeah, by yeah. Like two foot. I want to steal one of those that says Enter and Revere. But those ones are a bitch because they're actually made of plywood. Mm. And they they put like a, they paint it on like there's a, like a veneer on the plywood. Because if you ever see a truck hit one, you could see the splinted of the wood into it. I would settle for an Enter and Revere, just the standard metal ones you get on the highway. There's one on Route 1 near, uh, near this place right here that you could sneak up into the bushes. And what I would do in the middle of the night, I would just ratchet off the, the pole and just drop it. Mm. So while it's down... Just hurry up and ratchet it off. Because once it falls, if there's no cars around, no one's going to know what the signs are there. That gives you a little more time to kind of ratchet it off and, you know, take the sign off. Yeah. Those things aren't, they're, they're heavy. Yeah. My mother eventually, I had a collection. What's stop line? What the hell does that mean? Stop line. That's like uh, the stop line where you're supposed to stop for a stop sign. Oh, I had one of those too. Nice. I apparently like things that say stop on it. I Maybe. don't know why. But uh But he doesn't listen when girls tell him that otherwise. Oh, goes, oh hey, uh, oh. But my mother eventually like took a box. I guess my brother used to do the same thing when he was younger. Steal signs? Yeah. I also had a street sign. Yeah. And I, had, well Alex Wallace is listening. He says he stole a sign that said uh Wallace Road. Oh, that's awesome. And there's no Namadia Street Road or anything like that. Although behind my work right now, there is a street called Arthur Street. Wow. Which I wouldn't mind taking that sign. You wanted something really messed up? I got to get a picture of this because in Dorchester, there is a cross section, the corner of Adams and Mallet. I'm nah. not even, Yep. Really? You can even look it up. I'm, I'm dead serious. Look it up online. Look it up the maps on your Google Maps. Adam, Adams of Vanesto, right? Yeah, the corner of Adam. Yeah, it's Adams, but, but hey, close, close enough. Yeah. Close enough. Adams and Mallet. You yeah. should steal both signs. No, I'd just rather get a photo under If it. anyone wants to uh, help the show, we request, we're not telling you to do so. <laughs> we would never do that. We would never tell you to no. do anything illegal. But no. we're saying if you'd like to do something for Adam for his birthday, say, um, which is until another nine months or so from now. But hey, never too early to start. But, you know, or an early Christmas gift of some sort. You know, he would like a sign, a street sign with his, either A, his first or last name on it. And if anyone out there knows where we can get this... Um, you know, uh, do you know a Kalisha Ika? No. Well, she says hello. She's watching the show. No, cool. Kalisha, can you? If, if I'm not pronouncing your name correctly, can you um, pronunciate it for us? <laughs> Maybe spell it out the way it sounds, because that's a. I'm a very, uh, you know, I'm not very good with the, the language, if you will. Yeah. You know? no. But uh, uh, Mal, uh yeah, Mal, uh, Alex Wallace said you do it for fifty bucks. There you go. See. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, we're not encouraging anyone to do anything illegal. No. Um, I would say any sign that's safety purposes, like a stop sign or a yield sign or a do not enter sign or a wrong way sign, like on a highway, I would advise anyone from ever stealing that, regardless of how badly they want it. Mm. Um, a street sign could actually be dangerous because if there's a house fire or someone's having a heart attack and EMTs are looking for a street sign. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. But I like think they know the roads. But now by we then. get GPS, so uh, you know the GPS is saying taking it right down here. Unless know? you got some rookie, like he's not going to even rely on that. Yeah, you know they're going to know. But still, I get it. You know. But uh, you know, I had a buddy who, uh, before he died, worked for the city in the sign department, 
And that's his only job was to replace signs around the city and make them. So it's kind of depressing. Hey, Didn't rip- they said prisoners do that at one no, time? They, make them? They paid $40 an hour. It's like a city job. Oh, my God. Yeah, I believe. That's right. Fucking you, drive yeah. around in a pickup truck four and a half days a week yeah. changing signs for the city. Oh, I'm thinking license plates. Not anymore, but I think at one time do they still do? They do? Yes. Uh, well, I remember when I got my vanity plate, I had, was asking... Um, the registry, I'm like, oh, when do you think it's going to be? And she looked it up, and she's like, well, the MCI, which is the Massachusetts Correctional Institution, that's what it stands for, um, usually um, ships them out on Fridays. So uh, I'm like, oh, my God, no, they still get me in the prison? She's like, yeah. And then some states, like Florida, I just found this out with my grandmother, um, every 10 years, they make you get a new license plate with a new license plate number. Hmm. So unless you, for example, keep, like have a vanity plate or a specialty plate, Every 10 years, they make you get a new license plate with a new license plate number. All right. Which, I don't think that's a big of a deal. Because when I had a regular plate, I only had a regular plate for a year and a half. No, my uncle's had the same plate forever. That's a vanity plate. It's different. Well, vanity's different. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. And in Massachusetts, you can keep the same plate forever, too. Yeah. But Florida's different. Oh, Florida, yeah, Florida. yeah, Florida. Florida, they, they make you replace your plate. For, and then what, the reason is, and I, I figured it out, was because it keeps the prisoners busy. So if you have, <laughs> I mean, how many cars do you have on the road? A million cars, you yeah. think, in Florida, say, right? And every 10 years, you need to replace, uh, you know, the license plate. So that's 100 million, well, geez, 100,000 plates uh, a year you have to produce. And yeah. you have all these prisoners. Hmm. That gives them a lot of work to do. It does. You know what I mean? And I think it's a matter of just putting it into a little, like, uh, like a little, like, you know, like this thing to, like, kind of, like, uh, you know, print them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you kind of stamp them. But, um, gosh, you hear what it sounds like? In oh, the, man, in the I headphones. probably don't even want to know. Uh, know it's, it sounds like uh, like, a, uh, like a, when you're driving on like a um, CB radio and you get the <laughs> sound. <laughs> I don't know if it's just me because I, I, the headphones are very sensitive. But uh, Speaking of Florida, though, I noticed that they really have their priorities straight because they just approved a to, to have build the biggest mall in the world. Did they really? In the United States, yeah. It just got to approve of $4 billion. And, you know, they say malls are going to drop off, I think, by Malls 20- are already dropping. They haven't They're built- actually not. No. Statistics say they haven't, but they predict that they'll drop about 25% Statistics by 2020. Statistics they has. They haven't built a nope. brand new mall in the United States since 2007. Do you uh, know that? No. I actually, the statistics, the, 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 I came, the statistics I saw said they were actually up 10%. An indoor mall or an outdoor mall? I don't know what class. I don't know what we're talking about. Because we're talking mall. indoor malls. They haven't built an indoor mall in the United States since 2008. And it still I hasn't. I believe that. And the, mall, the last mall that has been opened that. The started construction for an indoor mall yeah. was Zumi or Zugli, which is built next to uh, the Giants football stadium yeah. in New Jersey. Still hasn't opened yet. Yeah. So we're looking at about eight to ten years yeah, of construction. Well, they, and the reason it hasn't opened is because they filed bankruptcy during the, the recession. Yeah. And they're now changing the mall. So it's not just an indoor mall. It's more of an uh, entertainment center, mm-hmm. if you will. Well, Florida just approved one. It's, it's the probably biggest not, one it, in the country. So supposedly. it's probably not going to be an indoor mall. Or it's going to be a partial indoor mall. Yeah. Because it's going to have water. I saw the sketches, water parks and everything. Well, that's different. It's going to be an entertainment center that has shops. That's basically what it is. Even though technically it's a mall. It's going to be a Minneapolis one. That's well, what yeah. Be. Me and Sue are going to Minneapolis and... Um, in uh, in October for the the, the Saints Vikings game, right? We're mm. staying actually across the street from the Mall of America. I had been to the Mall of America before, and it is nothing but an entertainment center. Basically, what it is, it's four stories. It's built on the old football uh, stadium that used to be there back in the day, right? And it's just four giant st- stories that goes around in circles. Yeah. And each wing of the mall is probably the length of like say the Square One Mall, which is pretty decently long, right? That so is you, pretty good. And you just figure that four times times four. And in the middle, there's a giant amusement park. Yeah. People go to that mall not to shop. I think very little people go there to shop. Mm. It's more of a, um, 
Ooh, excuse me. Ooh. How do you call it? Like a, uh, a uh, tourist place. The biggest mall in North America right now is actually in Edmonton, um, uh, Canada. That's right. I remember. Yeah, I remember you telling it me It's uh, slightly bigger than the Mall of America. I've been to the uh, biggest mall in America, which is Mall of America, obviously. Second biggest in North America. I've also been to the second largest uh, mall in North America, third largest altogether, the King of Prussia Mall in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Hmm. It actually was two malls that they can made into one giant mall. They built a giant bridge connecting the two and stuff but like does this. Does Prussia really have a king? Yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah. I don't know the Prussian <laughs> king, but uh, well, that would be interesting. Where in uh, Florida are they considering building I think this it's, thing? I think it's Dade, Dade County. Yeah, it's in Dade County. Dade County is where Miami and Fort Lauderdale is in Southeast Florida. So okay, yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at it. Okay, now, well, one of the like the top five biggest malls in the con- in the country is already down in that area. So I wonder if it's an extension to it. Maybe they're adding an addition to that to make it the largest mall in America. Now it only comes by large by square footage. It's not about a matter of stores or anything like that. The way they calculate it is about the amount of square footage it takes up. So if you have a bunch of stores that are gigantic. You know what I mean? You may have less stores than, you know, than other malls, but it goes by your square footage at the end of the day. So that's probably what they're going for. If, this, if the amusement parks and stuff like that, the water park and whatnot, they're trying to make it a, uh, a destination center. You know what I mean? 6.2 million square foot mall. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head how big the Mall of America is, but I'm, I'm guessing it's... Uh, it says it's going to be the biggest in the United States, yeah. So it's, yeah, so it's going to be at least... Uh, so the Mall of America is going to at least be 5 million square feet, I would think, if that's, a, you know, to, to beat that, right? It's right. a lot of square feet. It is. Yeah, residents of, uh, of uh, um, residents, other mall owners raise concerns about traffic, environmental impact, and possible subsides. Gee, you think? <laughs> well, yeah, and then also, uh, in addition to that, you're going to have, uh, you're gonna have uh, issues of, like, trying to lease those spots out. You know what I mean? Like, well, what are you going to do if you have a half an empty mall, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem right now. That's why all these malls are having issues. If you go to some malls, you know, people love the mall because the idea of the mall was great. And it's funny because in the 50s, the mini mall was the thing to do, right? The outdoor shops. And then everyone's like, no, we want to be inside because of weathers and conditions. And now the, the new thing is back to the old strip mall kind of thing. You yeah, know what I mean? It works in a cycle, pretty much. It does. And the indoor mall, I mean, I was fascinated with malls as a child. I've probably been to over 100 malls in this country. When I was going on my road trips, I used to stop at malls to check them out. Yeah. Because I was fascinated with dead malls, dead malls. malls. That's what I was going I love dead malls. I love dead malls. Oh, I do. do. I think I text you. I was living in D.C., one of the deadest malls in the country. Is in um, I think it's in Alexandria, uh, Virginia, right when you get over the border from D.C. So I went there one day. It was four levels of complete abandonedness. Yes. It was spooky as hell. Yes. And it was just rub and tug shops in there. That was about it. You know? Hmm. But uh, hmm. so that they're, they're going to start construction on that. That should be open by the time we're fifty, probably. Yeah. By the time they get all that legislation through and all that stuff. But hmm. um, huh. speaking of, so the biggest mall in the country is in Canada. Canada just passed a unique law today, didn't they? Yes, yeah, so we were just talking about that. Canada now is the second country next to Uruguay to completely legalize marijuana. Really, and Uruguay is very. I, I knew a guy who was from Uruguay actually. It's uh, the, the, the southernmost point of South America. Um, it's very cold down there, in fact, uh, because it's so close to Antarctica, believe it or not. Yeah. Um, half the country has weather um, similar to Canada. Yeah. Uh, like northern Canada, and it's very mountainous there. And he went back there, and it's very third world. He was telling me about these places down there. They have like these, like picture like, uh, um, like motels, hmm. right? I'm not going to name who this person is because this story gets a little provocative. So they have these <laughs> motels, and you pretty much show up and you walk in, right? And then there's doors for these hotel, these motel rooms, and if they're open, and the, the girls for you to to hire, 
the prostitutes. Oh. So you can like walk up and down the hallway and you peek in and you see what girl's there. And if you see one you like, you go in there. And he says, uh, for a half hour of uh, six, it's about 30 American dollars. That's and they provide rate. they provide you with condoms, yeah. And they have this uh, certification on the wall that they've been recently HIV test. So they're pretty. Uh, well, the government takes a nice percentage of it too. So yeah. So in Uruguay, you could smoke pot legally and have sex with prostitutes. In Canada, you can do half that. Yeah. When's this going to affect in Canada? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get that far. I didn't read that far. I just noticed. It. I was like, wow, it's interesting. I wonder if it published the, nine hours ago. Because I know in certain cities in Canada, like Vancouver, it's kind of like frowned. It's frowned upon, but it's not illegal kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of like how things in Seattle and uh, in Denver are. I love how here we have to pass these little things, and it's fine in states and certain yeah. states, but it's still a federal crime. It's a federal crime. Um, yeah. In. I believe that's just the way it is because of, of trafficking reasons or something. Because like yeah. no one, and I'm sure like tobacco was like this. I'm sure alcohol was like this over the time. There's no one really knows how to handle the situation. You know what I mean? So yeah. in a sense, it's kind of like um, it's a free for all at this point, right? You know, it's yeah. like it's kind of weird when you think about it, right? But well, with Canada, it's like one full swoop. Like the whole country now is legal. Which you know what that means? People are going to start growing it there, and it's going to yep. find its way into the states where it's still illegal. Yeah. And right? I was just thinking of that. Well, all it's going to do is force the United States yep. to make it legal. Exactly. That's the only thing it's going to do. And Because like, what's the laws of the United States? If I want to go grow my own tobacco, can I? That's a good question. So if I want to go out and grow my own tobacco and pick my own tobacco, am I allowed to do that? I'm, uh, I think you can. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some stupid law that like, the tobacco industry has a stronghold on and you're not allowed it's like to. Ma- it's like you're not allowed to make your own alcohol. Kind yeah, right? probably. I, I don't know. I'm just assuming because they be. have such a stronghold on the whole situation. Weed if, doesn't have that. if I want to go in my kitchen right now and make my own vodka, it's technically illegal to make your own vodka. Is you, it? you can make your own beer and wine thanks to, um, to uh, Jimmy Carter, who passed that law in 78 and allowed home brewing. Hmm. Um, to make uh, spirits, you need a special license. Hmm. To make your own spirits. That's boring. And I mean, here's the thing. I can make a, probably a gallon of vodka in my kitchen for my own consumption. Yeah, and that's fine. Which is fine. And when, once you start selling yeah, as anything, you that. so you could have a whole backyard full of weed to grow. And if you're using it for yourself, it's probably fine. It is. But it's like anything else. If I was like bootlegging DVDs of like uh, of like the, the Friends box series yeah. and got caught, I'd probably get around. I mean, that's illegal too. Well, the, the weed law is interesting. You have up to, I think it's like, uh, what's it, five, pl- I think it's like five, something like five plants per household. And you can give somebody up to an ounce as a gift. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So you know what I would do, Artie? You know, you know what I'd probably do? Here, I'm selling you this water bottle. Yeah. It'll be $100, and you, you get a free gift of an ounce of marijuana. That's right. <laughs> That's what he's going to It's happen. not a bad gift, you know? <laughs> That's a, it's probably what they're going to do. Mm. It's like you could sell, like, something you're, you know, you're giving a car to a family member, but you're not allowed to give it as a gift. Yeah. Because they have to write it off you the taxes. Buck. So you sell it to them for a dollar. Yeah. So they pay the taxes on a dollar. Yeah. You know? Stupid laws like that. Shit. It's like, you know everyone's doing it. Why don't you just get rid of this fucking stupid law? I know, it's dumb. Like, why are you dicking me around? It's like jaywalking. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Which fucking brings us to the next subject. The United States government. And I've been fucking... I don't tweet at people. But today I, I tweeted at... Uh, what the hell is his name? Um, who's the idiot that plays for the Houston uh, Rockets that broke his knee? Um, Chris Paul. Sure. Yeah. A douchebag. He, like, posted... Uh, first of all... So uh, he posted a picture of like, uh, so the whole incident going down with the uh, illegal immigrants coming over and being separated and all that. Here's the thing. I'm I'm sorry. If you're a kid or an adult, you're breaking the law. It's illegal. You're doing something illegal. 
You have to be separated because it's a DSS situation. Mm-hmm. You're bringing a kid over the border, okay? Mm-hmm. You're committing a crime while you're doing so. The Department of Social Services has to remove that child from the criminal yes. and puts it aside. If I was to rob a bank with my son, or any kid for that matter, and I got arrested with my kid, the government would take the kid away from me, would they not? They would. Because I have committed a crime. You have. And when you enter this country illegally by jumping aboard or swimming across, kid or not, you are committing a crime. Yeah. And Chris Paul is like showing pictures of it and saying things have to change. So I should shut the fuck up and play basketball. <laughs> I go, entertain me, person. I, I hate when any athlete tries to get involved well, any, in politics. I hate when any famous person does. No, just shut up and do what you usually shut do. Shut up and do your job. The, yeah. Right? You play football, good. I don't give a shit about your political stance, okay? You, uh, you make movies, yeah. congratulations. You entertain me. You make me smile, you know. Yeah. I'd stick it to that. I don't really care about what you want to do with your life. You know a lot I mean? of them are delusional. Although I would, there are a few that I would just love to see try just to laugh at them. Like, what, can you imagine if just Kim Kardashian trying to make a political statement about something? Just, she has. She's trying to get fucking people out of prison. What this big titty? Serious? What's this big titty bimbo <laughs> who claimed the fame is get, giving Brandy's brother a blowjob? Oh, it was more than that. Well, well yeah. Ooh, yeah. And what what is this? What what is her credibility? Her mother edited that. She has by no the way. college education, right? She's about as dumb as a fucking pile of rocks. Yeah. You know, it, it's how how what have you done? Oh, I run a store. Anyone can have a store. <laughs> I, you know, how many stupid football players own McDonald's franchises? Hundreds of them. Just because you own it doesn't mean you're managing it. And, and man, you know what I mean? You're doing shit. You're not doing anything. You have your fucking name on it. You know what the problem is? She's left her mark on America so bad that I think she's responsible for the word literally going around so much. Yeah. I'm not, and, I'm, that piss, and we all say it. And people say aren't it. even literally using it for the proper way it's supposed <laughs> to be used. And I speak poor English as it is. And for me to call someone out for not speaking English language correctly, they're as guilty as me. I hear it everywhere now. I'm used, I do it too. I'm yeah. just as guilty, but I hear it now even more because I think about it and it drives me insane. How is that show still on the fucking air? I don't know. It blows my mind. Who the fuck? I'll tune in just to hate. It's hate watching. I, and I think, honest to God, I remember hearing the statistic years ago about Howard Stern. And he goes, the average Howard Stern listener listens to 45 minutes every morning. Hmm. And, he, and then he goes, okay, well, what's how long does the average Howard Stern listener, hater listen to it for? Two hours. So someone who hates the show listens to it for double the amount of time as someone who likes the show. And the answer was exactly the same. They wanted to see what he was going to say next. Have you happened to catch him on Netflix with Letterman? I have, I have not. No. no, Letterman has a show on Netflix. Um, you know, uh, my um, please something. Excuse my next guest. Okay, and uh, he's had like five on. It's like one every other month or every month or so. He has a new guest. You can watch every episode. And the, the the latest one was uh, Howard Stern. Okay, and I guess he, Howard Stern used to hate him. They used to hate each other. I guess. Oh, they had a big beef because it was the NBC when they were both at CBS or NBC. No, when they were both at NBC. Yeah. Um, there's a thing going on, uh, then, cause there was a thing where Letterman was on CBS and he, and he was on NBC and he ended up on CBS and yeah. then there was a beef that Howard Stern had with, uh, Imus. Oh God. And yeah. Imus and, I've seen private and, parts. That, <laughs> yeah. And David, uh, David Letterman, I think were, were they friendly or there was some kind of know, situation but, uh, going on, but I caught part of it. I watched the whole thing, but I remember I, if you watch it, he's basically Stern says he was jealous of him. He's yeah. like, I was actually jealous of you. Which and, I believe. Yeah. You know, but, uh. But, you know, this thing of the government, and like you know, you said. I mean, Powers made a point. Uh, Eric Danger Powers, friend of the show, says that he, it was something. We're getting mad Pledge at something master. that's already happened. 
before. Now, you said it's different, though. When, it, when, it's slightly is, how, different. So what's the difference between what was happening with the Obama administration and what's happened with the Trump administration? For the Obama administ- administration, it was prioritized so that the, the people who were already flagged or people who could be a hazard, okay. those are the ones that were held, and their children were held, too. Okay. This one that Trump um, in place or was starting to enforce in May calls for everybody. Anybody crossing the border illegally. So naturally, automatically, if, if they're not singling out anybody and it's everybody, yes. that means more children are obviously going to get make pulled. Sense. So it just looks even worse. But look how bad you know? it looks because now you're saying he's not focusing on anyone. He's, it's he's blaming everyone. Yeah. So if a Democrat said that, there would be like equal rights for everyone. But if a Republican yeah. does that, it's a criminal act. That's now, wouldn't you say Obama was doing it was more discriminative because you were picking out selected people? But those people were you could you could argue too that those people you could argue it's worse though because if you have to inspect everybody, yeah. maybe it makes it easier for the bad ones to slip through. You know what I mean? Because but if they have to inspect everyone, like the airport, say, how many people you see jumping over the security line at the airport? True. But is it really worth tying up all those resources for everybody? When yes, most, yeah, I but, agree. Do we? Really, you know what I mean? Like we can't really tie up all that money. You know what I mean? It, it would t- that's why I think it was retracted today. Yeah. Because I realized the amount of freaking effort it re- well, is really going to have to go into screening everybody. Put it this way, it's retracted. You know? They're still doing it. Yeah, oh yeah. Regardless yeah. what they say. And here's the thing. You know, you want to have safer borders and stuff like this. You want to prevent people coming in. Remember, the 9-11 terrorists came through Canada. They flew in from Canada into Boston. There's nobody okay? on the border. So, <laughs> you know, no and no one's blocking that no, border, no right? And we just let, you know, 19 criminals come over, you know, okay? And who, first of all, came over from Saudi Arabia, whatever the hell they were coming from. Yeah. And we're here during the Clinton administration the entire time learning how to fly a plane. And then the only because the only reason that fucking fourth plane didn't hit any other building and it came down because there was only four guys on it. And it was because the fifth one got in trouble by the FBI because he said, and I quote, teach me how to fly the plane. I don't care about landing and taking off. <laughs> Red flag. So the guy who's the instructor in down in Florida called the FBI. Certain, sure enough, this guy was on a watch list. Yeah. That... The Clinton administration just went away. And unfortunately, it was, it was, what, nine months into the Bush administration this all happened. Yeah. It wasn't his fault, all these people. Were, they were training for years ahead of that stuff. But the thing is, everybody that, even if, I hate when these news reports are like, oh, they were on a watch list. Well, yeah, okay, because it, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Of course they were on a watch list. You can't freaking watch everybody. You can't, you can't watch stop it. That's everybody. True. And it, I, was, I was hearing once how um, someone once told me how what the police do sometimes with some of these uh, these these groups are the, for the government, they'll try to entice you yeah. know, to commit the crime. Oh, like yeah, you're yeah. like undercover, but you're a friend. Like, Hey, yeah, we're going to do that. And then maybe sometimes they're not able to st- actually stop them. True. Because they, they, well, they do. And then the reason for that is because you can accuse someone of doing, someone had the uh, intent to do something. Yeah. And you know, like, yeah, I, I think I, I could be like, yeah, I'm watching you. I think you're going to rob a bank. Yeah. All I have is I need to come up with enough circumstantial evidence for you to prove that you were planning on robbing this bank to com- to prosecute, yeah. right? And what do you maybe get a year community yeah. service or something like that? You know what I mean? Now, if you physically rob the bank, that can throw you in the air for twenty years. You know what I mean? But imagine if you entice me and then I do it, but you're not able to stop me in time. That would suck. That's uh, that's what might True. happen. <laughs> that's a risk you gotta take. I mean, I mean, yeah. that, look at the the mafia and uh, you know organized crime. How many uh, FBI agents they have as uh, undercover people in there? But 
what they, but you know, there are crimes being committed with these undercover people there, but that's a pick in your evil. Do you, I pick the crime that, uh, you know, it's, you know, knocking off a star market or do I pick the crime, you know, to stop him before he's about to kill someone? You know what I mean? Yeah. What's going to, what am I going to be? Cause if I get, I get him off the star market, then I, you know, it's pennies. It's, 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 you know, it's a couple of years in prison. If I want to put this guy away for the rest of his life, I got to catch him or, or prevent a huge crime. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just a double standard. And I, what I think what's happening right now, and I love it, is because back in the day, I was talking to this older guy, right? And he goes to me, he goes, back in the day, Democrats were for the working guy, for the working man, right? They were for the middle class. The Republicans were for the rich. Yeah. And it has became such a weird turn that there's no middle class anymore. So what's left are Republicans, but there's poor people and there's rich people, and those are what the Democrats go for. Because the Democrats take advantage of the immigrants and the foreigners and stuff like this, and, uh, you know... They well, just kiss the ass of the they poor. They kiss for votes. the ass of the yes, exactly. And we'll yeah. promise you the world. And they never ever. I mean, and they're like, we're going to raise minimum wage. But yeah. the, I, I am not. I'm not. I, I understand minimum wage raise, occasionally has to rise. But the, the way they go about it, where's where's my bump? Because if they're going to get a bump, exactly. I should get a bump too. Well, and what if they the don't minimum tell wage you is, is catching up to my salary. We're going to raise minimum wage, but the cost of living is also going up. They don't tell exactly. you that much. Yeah. So it's not really a raise in minimum wage. The mass, the federal minimum, the Massachusetts minimum wage is eleven dollars an hour. Yeah, eleven. Fucking dollars an hour, okay? I'm going to give you a little history lesson right here. When I first started working, minimum wage was six and a quarter, right? And this is 15 years ago. What am I, 35? 20 years ago, right? 20 years ago, it was six and a quarter. Now, I was making 650. I was making 25 cents more an hour minimum wage, right? Now, I'm 16 years old. It's still money being made, right? When I first got out of college with my first job after a four-year uh, for, for six years in college, right? My first job, I was only making 11.50 an hour, Yeah. okay? And this was... Well, 15, say close to 15, 10 years ago, right? So now the minimum wage is $11, which it is, you know, what I was making when I was out of you know, college was a couple of, you know, four, three or $4 more in minimum wage. When you justify that right now, the way inflation is, yeah, $11 an hour is a lot, but how do you, you know, Sue and I was looking at a stat to live in Boston, you have to make $42 an hour <laughs> to be able to afford living in downtown Boston, right? It was $42 an hour? $48. $48 an hour. I believe To that. live where we live over here yeah. in Rig Revere, what was it, like $27 an hour or something like that, $28 an hour? $28 minimum. So 28 minimum was around 60 grand a year. So to live in the burbs, you have to make 60 grand a year. To live in the city, you have to make 100 grand a year. That's crazy. How does that even justify? Yeah. And then another thing that fucking pissed me off, too. This really got me going, too. And I'm not voting for this asshole. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm not, he's not getting my vote, regardless of his uh, political uh, um, affiliation. Is the governor of this state, Charlie Baker, who is a Republican. Uh, no, Tommy. He can't use the microphone as a chew toy. Um, who said, oh, I'm going I'm to send um, National Guards down because I don't want to. Because I don't believe what the president's doing for backup, Right. Okay, here's what his two sins right here. He could have just shut his mouth and not done it. Yeah. And the fact that I don't agree he should be sending Massachusetts National Guards down to the borders of Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California, because frankly, they should have their own National Guards patrolling that border. Because if something happens in Massachusetts, we need some National Guards here, right? I see. Yeah. I so I agree with him on that aspect. I don't agree with him while he's not sending them down. And to, to me, he should have just not have said anything at all mm. because now what you're doing as a Republican, you're going against a, a Republican president who's in your own affiliation 
Now you're just causing issues. You no, know what I mean? I agree. So when you go up for re-election next year, he's not going to have your back. Nope. In fact, he's going to try to get some other Republican to fucking take you down in the primary. So, you know, you got to watch out. In, I don't know. I think I honestly think Trump's going to get elected again because I don't think there's one person that could that could beat him next time around. Mm. Not one person. I hope there is. I don't want that asshole in the office still. How is it so bad? It's been a year and a half. Oh, he sucks. You can't say he's good. He sucks, man. How? I, mean, I don't know what's going to be better. Is your paycheck bigger? Sure has. You didn't no, that-, that doesn't kick in until next year. Or it kicked in January 1st. Nothing happened. <laughs> you should take a look at your pay stuff from January 1st last year and January 1st year before. It went up about, I think he's it went up 15 man. cents he's an dangerous. hour. He's dangerous. I'm how not saying how is he dangerous because he just made peace with the, wor- the most dangerous country in the world. You think he made peace? Nothing's happened yet. They just talked. Has anything happened? No. Exactly. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened yet. Nothing's happened. I'm not saying he's the worst Nothing president ever. The worst pre- George W. Bush is still way worse than him. I disagree with that as well. George W. Bush created sent a bunch of people to war who died for nothing. They didn't die for nothing. What George he created w- a war over nothing. We should no. have been- no, yes. no, no, no. George didn't. He George didn't, W. Bush no, was horrible. He man. didn't create the war. Bill Clinton created the war. Oh, here we go. No, do you, how do you not agree that all the shit that went down in 9/11 happened did not happen during the Clinton administration? So, but you're telling off- me in nine months they organized. You're 9/11? telling me I ra- you could talk to my best friend who would b- probably pumble you right now. Who's in Iraq? Okay, that's right? not I have plenty of friends. First of all, I have plenty of friends who served in this Dude, country. Dude, Iraq was George W. Bush creating a war over freaking oil. No, all right, that was George. That was that. That, that was the Clinton. Dude, that goes way back to before Reagan was even president. That goes back into the 70s. And no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Do that you? Was, remember the terror trains? I remember, what's his name? Uh, who's, the, who's the black guy with the glasses? Oh, my God. Remember, he was like, we have these terror trains here where they're carrying nuclear weapons that didn't even exist. There was intel that was bullshit that was used to get America into war because war is a business. Dude, we went into war because they blew down two fucking towers. No, they didn't. That was, in a, that was their freaking side. That wasn't the Iraq people. Dude, what country it, do you think dude, they were? It was, they, were, they were from Saudi Arabia, but it was the fucking We should have been in Afghanistan. Exactly. We, we were in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. We blew up. We sent a missile to Afghanistan two days after 9-11. We were more focused on Iraq. Iraq was just a diversion to get us away from the Eventually, Iraq we was got the one who there. was funding Afghanistan. We should have been in Afghanistan. It was a We were in Afghanistan. Barely. We're the attention in was in Iraq. The no, attention we, was we, in Iraq. We took back Afghanistan from the fucking Taliban. No, the Taliban right. does not exist anymore. Yes, it doesn't exist anymore, but at the time, we should we had no business And being now in Iraq. who exists? ISA. Where's ISA? So in Saudi Arabia. ISA is dead, pretty much. No. They're, they're barely in existence. But, okay. They're clinging to life. But they were in Saudi I'm Arabia. I'm talking about George W. Bush right now. Yes. George W. Bush. All he was did was clean up Clinton's mess. Uh, Clinton wasn't that good either, but George Clinton W. Bush was a terrible was president. Clinton was by far the worst president. This Clinton this benefited from the economy going in a way that was working at the time. That's all he did. Right. But in the meantime, he let fucking people come into this country undocumented. Yeah. That caused all the fucking terrorism that we had during that fucking after he left. No, I agree. So not, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I, you know, I maybe I agree with you that maybe the way that we went into war was maybe the wrong way to doing it, and maybe there was other ways to doing it, and maybe we should have attacked certain places. I agree with you on that matter. But the fact of the matter is, the reason we had that situation in the first place was because of the first eight years prior to that. That yeah. caused nothing but turmoil in this country. Now, everyone was all high and mighty during the fucking 90s. Oh, you yeah. know, taxes are low. The economy is booming. But you ended up paying for it later. Yeah, and then we ended up paying for it after. Exactly. Because there was no oh, preparation. Like the seven piece. Yeah. Prior preparation prevents piss poor performance. Yeah, there was no prior I, preparation. There was too many blowjobs being given. I just feel like too many people died during the Bush during the uh, the Bush administration. People die in war, man. I know, but I feel like it was just it didn't need to happen. Uh, but just, I, but you could it say needed to happen. But I feel like I said the focus was in, an, in a region that didn't necessarily need it at the time. But you could say the you know? same thing about the Korean War, and you could say the thing, same about the Vietnam War. A lot of people died for no reason. Oh yeah, no, I agree. But what had benefited from those two wars? Nothing. Nothing. But wouldn't you say that, that it's, it's a little bit safer nowadays with, after the Iraq war? 
in some ways, yes. In some I, ways, I, no. I think America as a whole, uh, I think people hate us more. See, I think our intentions to go yeah. into Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan were were different than what they were for the Vietnam and Korean War. The reason we went to Vietnam and Korea was because we needed to fight Russia, but we couldn't directly fight Russia. But the problem is we need to focus more on ourselves and policing the world. I agree. I think you we know? should pull all our military back. I think no military yeah. troops should be in any like, other country. I think they should be in our borders, lined up there, and we should say, fuck the rest of the world. If they want to blow each other up and kill each other, yeah. have a good time. We should be like Germany. That's how Germany acts. Like, look at our, in Japan, they don't get involved with people. They stay in their own borders. And they don't, they, you never see Japan or Germany in someone else's fucking mess, you know what I mean? Like, look at our infrastructure. It's freaking falling apart. It looks nasty. The bridges look gross. It's terrible. It's horrible. And it's like, you know. Like, and, a, and a lot has to do, the reason for that is because we have certain taxes that go for certain things. Like a gas tax is supposed to help our infrastructure, right? Yeah. If you look at statistically how much money of the gas tax actually goes for infrastructure, yeah. it's almost, it's like 2%. Yeah. So that's the reason you have bridges that were built in the 1950s that are falling apart right now because there's no maintaining of them. Yeah. And that goes state by state. Um, you can, that goes, it's government money not being, you know, because it, it, it's, it's, it basically, it's politicians get paid big giant bucks and the money that should be going somewhere else is not yeah. going anywhere. And you remember back in the day when they started politics, they didn't get paid. Yeah. I think I, you have to go into like, I, I don't know when the first president that actually took a paycheck was, but it's deep. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? It's still not that much compared to what well, it's a half a million made. dollars a yeah. year. I know, which is a lot, but it's not. It's not like it's, it's a it's a little compared to what those the, those people probably make outside of exactly. Cause I know for Trump it's a drop in the bucket. That's nothing. But you know, Ronald Reagan never took a paycheck. I believe it. For eight years, the guy yeah. never took a paycheck. Oh, well, how do you feel? I love how Trump wants to start a space force. Yeah, that's the stupidest idea ever. So okay, so <laughs> the idea yeah, that's the dumbest fucking thing. So ever. the idea of the space force is uh, it hasn't been specified actually. No, okay, but when you listen to it, it sounds it sounds kind of cool, but it's stupid. It sounds weird, right? It's stupid. But here's the thing. And I'm saying maybe we should have a different term for it. Maybe, yes, we should. And maybe it should be part of the Air Force. I know what they're saying. I know he, I, I, he's saying about like monarch because there's weapon, weaponizing space and people could. That scares the hell out of me, by the way. Nobody should be doing that. Yeah, yeah. But like, um, I understand the, the concept of it, but he's also mentioned having like actual troops in outer space, yes. which it just sounds completely fucking bonkers. I agree. <laughs> I think money that needs to be going elsewhere. <laughs> money should be. Well, here's the, yeah. I think what he's doing is, and this is the this is the idea of it. I think behind it is because we lost the funding for NASA, so NASA doesn't exist anymore. In a sense, NASA was our their, space force. Yeah, right? their budget's uh, very small. Yeah. but it's uh, and we're losing space expo- exposition to independent contractors yeah, like, uh, like Elon Musk and uh, yeah, the exactly. Tesla, yeah. So, so basically, what's happened is we're having strangers go into the government can't control who's going into space. Because if, if well, you, they do, NASA's still around. They work a lot with the, these, some of these. Like, they're more of the yeah. satellites and dealing with military yeah, they, stuff. They're like just that, they're, yeah. they're a fraction of what they used but to. But if be. you go to Elon Musk and say, "I want to go to go into space," in about five years, you can do that. So you can have this. Hopefully, you can just have possession. You know, people could just be in space. We could just yeah. you know uh, the, you know instead of going out on a Saturday night, we can all go to space uh, for forty five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who knows, right? Yeah, it's just horrible. I, everything the way it's going is horrible. I mean, he sucks, but he's not. He hasn't done any. The media pumps him up to be worse than he is, but he still sucks. It, yeah, I mean, all presidents suck. Yeah, it's just different levels of suck. Exactly. And you got to remember, presidents don't make decisions. In the history of the time, the last president probably made a decision was probably never. It's always the both the senators who don't have term limits. Oh, I know they're puppets. Exactly. I mean, exactly. he really doesn't know. He, I mean, he, he's privy to a lot of information, but some of it he'll never know because he's a temp. Yeah. You know, he's a temporary employee. Well, that's it. You know, and yeah. it's like uh, it's like you go into a job and you know you're going to be there for a little bit of time, 
So you don't really matter me if you fuck up because what's going to happen is they're just going to, you know, you're only there for a few more times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like, you know, whatever you do is going to be affected until like five years later, you know? Yeah. And that's, a, that's the way maybe he looks at it. It's a different perspective on, um, you know, on, on the way of, uh, of doing business and whatnot. But Conspiracy. It is conspiracy. I was actually thinking of conspiracies. I thought about it would be a good idea to invent one and try and to see how with far it. it goes. Yeah. It's just like what I do on a regular basis. I make lies up and I see how far they go. Like this is guy that comes to the bar all the time. Yeah. And he's an old police officer retired. But I've had everyone at the bar convinced that he does porn movies. Nah. That he's an ex-porn star from the 70s. That's not bad. And That's... everyone believes it. So the fact that he's on board with it now, that people ask him sometimes about it, and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to do it you know, for a decade of my life. I'm thinking about like a huge diabolical one here. That's kind of a localized one. Yeah. So I came up with one that I think I want to try to roll with because it, it, it's not really been tackled that much. So how about the Titanic never happened? Ooh, that's a good one. A nice conspiracy theory. It never, okay. it never happened. It never actually got built, never happened. Or maybe it got built, it just never sank. Okay, it's still out there maybe? I don't know. Or maybe, no, it's, it's better that it never happened because, remember, mm-hmm. other people really did die, right? So you could just yes. c- say conspiracy and it never would, happened. And because I would say, that's a little crazy, but there are people out there who claim the Holocaust never happened. And there were millions of people that died. You know, you know Those the people are crazy, but... No, they're not. It's not as crazy. Actually, my best friend, his uncle, his grandfather was it was big in World War. It was in World War Two, and he he died saying the Holocaust never happened yeah. or it was exaggerated. Like, and I believe that for political reasons because it helped yeah. with Jerusalem with uh, you know Jerusalem and was stuff. Was he Jewish? Like, no. Okay. But like, it happened. But it, I'm just saying yeah. on the scale, it happened in. I mean, and it wasn't because of the actual. He, his argument was it wasn't because of the actual conditions that these. It wasn't because they were mistreated. These prisoners they yeah. died like this. It was because you couldn't feed all of them. Why would you kill people who are helping your war effort? Yeah. Like these are these are prisoners, so they're making their stuff. They're doing all this. You're gonna want to try to keep them going. Like, You're not yeah. gonna want them to die, but they're gonna die because you can't, can't possibly feed them. feed them. Well, they got their suicide. That's interesting. Yeah, my you grandma. Know? My grandmother survived the Holocaust. She was. Uh, she was telling some uh, some wild stories. Oh, was, well, last time we were in Florida last year, I'm uh, sure. last week, I w- yeah, was, and uh, she was, uh, you know, her perspective was it was uh, they actually her her uh, father actually uh, kept Jewish people in the attic of the uh, shop he owned. Yeah, and he says they were good workers and uh, they deserved to be protected. So he would let them sleep in the attic and they would work and they helped protect them as much as he could and. They shouldn't have let Schindler go. So my grandmother tells a funny story. This is actually hilarious. So when she was in Germany, they were, um, they were, they were going door to door at all these houses, right? Mm-hmm. Looking for, it was the United States Army. They were going, they took over her city. They, they were, uh, stop it, dogs. They were, um, she was in uh, Munich, right? Yeah. So United States finally gets to Munich. They're trying to take it back over. So the United States is going door to door, looking in people's houses, looking for uh, Germans mm. and um, looking for Jewish people they can, you know, rescue, whatever like that. Now, back in war times, a lot of times during a hut zone, which was very, you know, a place that was dangerous, they would send African-American soldiers in first because that's just the way it was sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she all of a sudden gets a knock on the door and these two American GIs walk in who are black and they come in. And they go, is any, anyone speak, anyone German here? Are there any, any Nazis here? Uh, are there any Jewish people here? What, what, what? And then, you know, they're like, oh, no, no. They were just hiding because the bombs are going off and all this stuff. Yeah. So my grandmother turns to my great-grandfather and goes, are all Americans black? Because mm-hmm. she had no idea that. She just, because the only soldiers she'd ever seen were yeah. black, 
U.S. soldiers. Oh. So she just assumed everyone in, <laughs> in America was black. Oh, my God. Because, she, she, I mean, she was seven years old. She had never left. And then a kid, you just don't know any better if that's all you're seeing, right? Yeah. So the, the entire time, she thought, uh, she, she, she apparently thought the United States was Africa. She got confused for a little while. So. You, you know what kind of people deserve to die? Those fucks who, like, try to profit off something who weren't even there. Like, oh, I was part of the Holocaust, or I, I, was, I was, like, I had a relative who died in 9-11, but they're trying to make money. Yeah. All oh, those people piss me off. Like, you are trying to capitalize off of, you are a bottom-feeding asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? And there was this guy, I wish I could remember his name. He wrote a book, and he was supposedly a Holocaust survivor, and he wrote about how he was hiding from the Nazis. Season and everything like that, and he talked about like barcodes being on his arm, and and, they, and during a press thing, he and they're like, "Let me see your barcode." He's yeah. like, "I I don't have one." Yeah, and it was bullshit. Yeah, right? I, people like that who are, anyone who capitalizes off of something like that is an is a, is a terrible human being for that matter, right there. I mean. There's a special place in hell for uh, yeah. people like that. It's yeah. like the people who like fake like uh, you know they have cancer and they start those GoFundmes and stuff like this and like you know like how do you. How do you like? I don't know. How do you go through this limit? Like, yeah, there, there's like a limit of of uh, dirtbagness that I think. Like, is- I would feel bad. Like, I lie all the time and tell stories to see how much I could push it, but I don't like I have a benefit out of it financially. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if, if people start to like. You know, going to the fact, like, you know, they started, like, buying me stuff and all that. I'd feel like, really, really, I feel like shit, you know? Wait, would it be shit or be like, crap, eventually this is going to catch up to me? No, I think <laughs> What's it going to be? Well, I know it would eventually catch up, but I would feel <laughs> guilty, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I would too. It's like, I don't like accepting shit because of a certain, certain, certain situation, you know what I mean? But it's yeah. like, now they're giving it to you and you made up the situation. It's one thing of, like, you had a house fight, right? And people were, like, giving you money and stuff to, like, you know, buy some stuff. It's another thing about lying about a house fire. Yeah, or dying of cancer. People, or dying of cancer and people yeah. giving this stuff. Those people are just absolutely sick. There's something seriously wrong with them. But there's people out there that don't give a crap, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like those panhandlers outside in the street, right? There was this one story I heard. This guy makes about $100 a day panhandling in New York City, mm. down the financial district, right? It's a lot of money to make $100 a day. That's $5,200. Uh, what's it, $100 a day, 360 days? That's 360 uh I can't do math real quick. If you're making hundred dollars a day, oh man, dude, it's three hundred sixty-five. Three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars he's making, right? Or thirty-six thousand dollars. It's thirty-six thousand dollars a year. Either way, it's like either year, either way, it's a lot of money for not doing anything. I should just do that on my break. That'd be great. I like yeah. work a real job and then like on a break. Just I mean, what it would be kind of sad though if like say someone you went to school with or somebody new saw you and they're yeah, like, yeah. Adam, what happened? Well, Eric, <laughs> Eric thought about doing that one day. Uh, he he that's, that's the reason he didn't do it is because he's afraid somebody was going to see him would see him. But uh, but can you imagine like that would be hey, what's going on, buddy? Yeah, I would give you money. I, you know, or you could be an ass and just give you food, give him food instead. There, oh, I used to do that. So when I was in when I was in grad school, um, over off of Mass Ave, there was this guy in the summertime. You'd sit there with his dog, and you know, I used to feel bad. You know, you would pay him the money, but he kind of like I never, I never knew if this guy was legit or not. He was just kind of using it as like a scam, whatever. So what I used to do is once a week I'd go to Seven Eleven and pick up a can of dog food and get him a couple waters and like a bag of it's a snack. dog food. Well, because of the dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, for the dog. I yeah. think you meant for him. No, no. So <laughs> It's like you asshole. Dog, dog food, food, a couple of waters would be like four bucks, right? So I gave him the four bucks. So at least I knew he was going to give it to the dog. You know what I mean? The poor fucking dog was sitting there like starving. He was yeah. like, you know what I mean? It was a hot summer day. And, but uh, there's this guy in Revere who sometimes dresses up as a bunny. And he's very flamboyant. He's very tanned. And he just goes... Oh yeah, dude, that's creepy. Oh, you're telling me that. So creepy. And he's like, makes I try to avoid eye contact whenever possible. Is he still there? 
Oh, he's there every day, pretty much. I gotta see this. Try to take a picture from him. I, I, I tried like... when he was dressed as an Easter Bunny. Sometimes he puts a costume on. He rides around a bike. He looks like a typical like um, drug addict from like Florida with the long blonde hair and super tanned. Like he's been outside all day. Do you think and stuff. He's naked under that. Uh, dude, I don't know, man. I just <laughs> I, I, I try. I, it's uh. very disturbing, basically the image that he gives me, um, and I feel very, very, very uncomfortable looking at him on a regular basis. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, what's going on? Someone's having a party outside. We're not invited. What the hell? No, we're never invited to anything. Because Susie yells at everyone in this building, so no one invites us anywhere. Oh. They're like, oh, you're married to her? (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) There was a broads day outside, right? We have a dog park, so you can let your dogs out to run around. Yeah. So we have a pee and poop zone on the side of the building over there, right? So I take the two dogs at the same time, so I have them on the same leash. So Nola usually goes out, pisses real quick, then poops. Like, she doesn't waste any time. Tommy kind of diddy-dallies around and kind of finds his perfect spot to the point where the shit's falling out of his ass before he even finds his perfect oh, spot. Tommy. So all of a sudden, this girl comes with her dog, takes the dog off the leash, and starts throwing a tennis ball. Now my In the poop you know, zone? In the poop zone. And my, my oh, mentally no. challenged uh, dog over here, as soon as he sees a tennis ball, all he Gone. wants to do is play. Yeah. So he takes off, and I'm holding him back. I'm literally holding his back as strong as I can. Like, these dogs are, like, flipping out, and, like, he was, like, literally trying to, like, go get the ball and everything. I'm like, Tommy, get a poop. You get a poop. You get a poop. Finally, I got him to poop. And then I had to, like, drag him into the house because he was trying to get the tennis ball. Oh, Tommy. Unbelievable. And the girl's like, oh, she's, like, half in the bag drinking wine. She's like, oh, well, I can put him on the leash if you want. That sounds like a bad idea to play. I mean, to play uh, catch in the poop zone. Because you what don't, if you yeah, stomp through it? poop everywhere. It like, it's like landmines. We pick up our poop. Some people don't. And the grass grows pretty fast on that side. And I can only envision when the lawnmower goes over, he's picking up grass and just shooting poop off the side. It's probably like a spray of poop. So now that poop is sprayed everywhere. That's probably why the grass is so luscious over there. I was going to say, you probably fertilized. grow some great crops. It's very nice. To. The grass is very, very nice over there. and grows very, very fast. Like It's going to be well, well uh, fertilized uh, uh, grass over there. But um, you know I've st- I got poop stuck on my sandal once. I got it on my big toe. Yeah, your halls out here. I'm surprised there's not more poop learning. I can smell it sometimes, but uh, it's not too bad. You can smell the poop. You can totally smell the poop. I got freezes on certain things. I know we're live because people are commenting, but uh, for some reason it's, it must be lagging the internet. I called Comcast. We're trying to get rid of cable, and uh, we just want internet, right? So they have a plan for like thirty bucks a month for just for internet, right? Mm-hmm. So I call up, I go, oh, yeah, we're paying 180 I want to get rid of my boxes, get rid of my telephone, I just want to go cable. Because we, uh, we have Netflix, we're going to get the uh, YouTube Red or whatever it's called. And the guy goes to me, he's like, the best I can do is a $70 plan. Yeah. I go, but online it advertised for $30. That's for new. I go, all right. I'm like, well, I'm just going to cancel my plan, and I'm going to have someone who lives in my apartment with a different name sign up. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> the problem is I got to go return my fucking boxes to the cable company. Be with all cable and TV. That's going to be tough for you. And then I have to have someone go and pick up the boxes at a different time and come in and plug them all in. Yeah. And it may or may not need Comcast to come here to unconnect and disconnect and reconnect. Yeah. That's going to be difficult for you because I know you're really into sports. So I don't know. How are you going to manage that? Well, then again, you can always go to the bar. You work at a bar too. I mean, mean, I'll do it on a a day. Me and... Uh, double back have to coordinate where I can drop him off one day and he can pick it up the same day kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. But, uh, you know, it's a scam, I tell you. The, the cable is a scam. I, we have a 1,000, we have 1,500 channels. I don't even, I think we watch seven. 
Yeah. That's, that's you know why I got rid of mine. And, and, and out of the seven, three of them I could watch from an antenna. Exactly. That's why I'm, I realize right now I still pay for basic, which is like, you know, four, five, seven, all the wall ones. And yeah. I was like, I'm paying monthly for that, but I could just get an HD antenna and get exactly. rid of that too. Why the hell am I still doing that? You know? And let me ask you a question. When you pay for basic, is it in high def or is it standard definition? It's in standard. And you can oh, get same. an HD antenna. Yeah, you get an HD antenna, you get better quality. Yeah, exactly. I have two HD ten- antennas on the wall over here oh, nice. that I have hooked up to like this TV over here because when we go tailgating, yeah. you can watch in the parking lot. I had, from an antenna, I had um, better TV quality than some fucking people had on their phones. You can get a good one for like, what, 60 maybe, 50? I got a really good one for 25. Nice. The only problem is it's like a flat, it's like a paper sheet. You, have to, you can't have it like in a house. You have to have it at a window or something like this. Yeah. But when you're tailgating in a parking lot... I'll put up one of these like uh, tripods that I have for like speakers or for like whatever, and I just duct tape it to the top so it's above all the vehicles. Mm. Beautiful and beautiful signal. Yeah. And then I get this really, really cool. It looks like an amplifier. It's a 12 inch speaker, but it's Bluetooth. The sound's impeccable in it. Impeccable. So, so I just broadcast the sound from the TV onto the fucking, uh, um, the fucking Bluetooth. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, man. It's like, it's like better than being in your living room. If I could just bring that chair into a tailgate, I'll be, I don't know what I'd do with myself. Hmm. I'm touching myself. I'm touching myself. I'm touching. I'm touching. There's a guy named McTouchin who used to play for the Pirates. Every time he said his name, I go, I'm touching myself. Is it McCutcheon? 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 Yeah. McCutcheon myself. Yeah. I'm just McCutcheon. What happened to him? He's uh, Los Angeles, maybe? Maybe. He got treated, I think. We had baby fishies. You guys probably didn't hear about that because they're already dead. Yeah. One day we're sitting on the couch. What was it? Uh, were you here? You weren't here, right? No, I wasn't here. But it's I saw like a, it on Saturday when it, I was here. It, it was the last Wednesday, I think it was. We're sitting on the couch, minding our own business, and uh, I look over and I thought there was like poop floating in the fish tank, and they looked. They were swimming around. They were little, little um, fucking fish, and uh, there was twelve of them. We took them out. We put them in a separate container, and then uh, they lasted for about four days. And then one day we woke up. Two of them were dead. And then I put them into a different container, and when we got home from work, they're all dead. So I think they were infected. I couldn't. They probably had a sickness to it. We weren't sure what parent of the fish, or it was a fish that maybe already died that laid the eggs. Mm. No idea. But that was the first time I ever seen that happen. That was interesting. So you never know, you know. It's life. A lot of wildlife in this. We have two dogs, a turtle, and we had at one point fifteen fish. Yeah. And an Artie and a Joey. Yeah, and a Joey, not like a kangaroo, like a real Joey. Yeah. We don't have a you know baby kangaroo. And an Artie. I know, but a baby kangaroo is Joey. Oh. Yeah. Well, an Artie is an Artie. Yeah, it's true. It's true. What's this dog's problem? I don't know. What is that? Cheese? But on that note. Whiny dog. Anyways, yes. Well, I think we'll end the show there. We had some uh, viewers today. If you hope everyone got the uh, volume this week. Last week we had some issues of volume on the uh, on the Facebook stream. Um, but uh, we think we got that worked out this week, so we'll see. And, of course, uh, if you like this show, which I'm sure you do if you're watching right now, if you like to watch any of the first 59 episodes, just go to thead84show.com, and which will eventually take you to the packy.com where you can watch and listen. Um, if you're more of a person who just likes to listen, you should go to YouTube, or you can go to uh, iTunes and just type in the thead84show. Um, and if you like to read any of the material that me and the mallet have produced, you can go to thepacky.com or you can go to whirlwindreport.com. Also on Twitter. Also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find any of those there. That can be reached at adamm227 at lycos.com. Lycos.com. That's his new email. That's all. Oh, I haven't seen Lycos in a long time. Exactly. They're gone. They don't even exist anymore. 
Remember Excite? Excite.com? What was I last week? Well, two weeks ago, Alta Vista. Alta Vista, yeah. yeah. Geocities.com. <laughs> um, yes, and so if you're watching on YouTube, I insist that you hit the little little packy symbol on the right-hand side in the bottom right there and subscribe so you get alerted every time we have a new episode. So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to diddy-bop around YouTube. Once, you, once we have a new episode, which is usually around Wednesdays, it's there for you to listen to. So uh, enjoy that. Enjoy iTunes. Leave a comment. You know, if you want to donate money, feel free. We like that as well. Um, and yeah, and we're gonna go from there. We'll be here next week at some point. And I've decided if it's gonna be uh, Monday. We or have to Wednesday. talk. I am free every day of the week now, except for Thursdays. So, oh, cool. We can have the show any day we want, pretty much. So nice. Whatever seems to work for you, better for your schedule. Yeah. Whether it's Wednesdays. Uh, Monday. Monday's fine. That's Monday's, we, either yeah, way, uh, Mondays work. That's fine. So, yeah, you know I mean, a fraction of you watch it live anyway, so it doesn't really bother you guys. It's the, you know, those are the ones that bother us, you know. Alex Wallace will find us one way or another. He, he always seems to do. He's an animal. He is. He's diabolic. Very consistent. Yes, he is. And thank you for being a friend. We're going to send him a T-shirt once we have thank him. Thank you for being a friend. Is that Golden Ghost? Yes, we're going to autograph <laughs> it, too. It's an autograph uh, fucking uh, <laughs> T-shirt for Alex Wallace. Yeah, buddy. All right, you plugging anything? Anything you want to talk about? No, I think you just covered everything, right. actually. Look at that. Efficiency right there. Yeah. And uh, thank you for watching the show, and we'll see you guys next week. Toodaloo, motherfuckers!